Good morning, Rabbi Isa. I want to start the island with the Maisa, very important Maisa, this one, to start off the uh, Sugya that we'll be discussing in Siyata Dishmaya. Ha! Sugya. This Rabbi Isa is a Gavaldiga Maisa with the Heiliger Stipler. The story goes like this. You know, there are many Shidduch stories that go around. This is a Gavaldiga Shidduch story that the Stipler met his wife and pretty much proposed. It wasn't in a hotel place. There wasn't champagne, nice glasses with a tie and a suit there. The Saitra was sitting with his color to be. And he started talking to her. And he started to explain to her what it means, his life, what he's looking for, what his direction is. And he said, to her, I want to tell you something. I want to give you an idea of my mysterious nefesh for Shabbos Kodesh. If you're willing to have the same mysterious nefesh, we'll call it a shidduch, we'll break the glass and off we go. So what happened was he told him the told her the following story. The story went that when he was in Siberia, of which many people unfortunately went to Siberia, my grandfather was one of them. Many people in Siberia they were shipped off over there. So seemingly it was better than being in Poland in the actual war, but Siberia was no easy camp either, as my grandfather once told me. And the stapler was there, Bishas Maisa was freezing cold, they put him to work, and he was desperate not to work on Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Kodesh to work. But it's not Shani, what choice do you have? It's Pekorach Nefesh, right? They're going to kill you otherwise, right? So obviously, Pekorach Nefesh is Doicha, everything. And therefore, of course, you have to work. But he was desperate to try whatever he could to stop working. So he went and approached the head general of the army in that time. And he said, I beg of you, I'll do anything just not to work on Shabbos. Give me double work on Friday, double work on, on Sunday. I'll do whatever you want, just not Shabbos Kodesh. So you know what the general said? He smiled. Anything to put a Jew in a bad light. He said, you know what? I'll tell you what you'll do. I'm going to put two rows of soldiers. Two rows of soldiers. And each of them are going to be holding their guns on the other side with a metal piece sticking out. And you're going to run through this row of soldiers. Now, you're going to run through. On both sides, you've got soldiers who are going to be smashing you with the back of their gun. If you make it to the end... You can keep Shabbos. You don't have to work. But don't worry. Not many people make it to the end. So the stipler said that that's what happened. He said, you know what? I'm ready to do it. And he goes and he's ready. You know, a twiller says a capital to heal him. He braces himself and he starts to run down this huge long column, this row in between two rows of soldiers. And they're smashing him down, smashing him down, smashing him down. Blood is oozing everywhere. He can barely see. He can barely walk. He can barely do anything. But he's got Shabbos Kodesh, Shabbos Kodesh. And he makes it to the end. And he collapses at the end. And they basically think that he's dead. But Baruch Hashem survives. The Heilige Stapler. As we know, many of us went to his son, Rabchaim Kenievsky's that sound not so long ago. That was his mysterious nephew for Shabbos Kodesh. So he says to his color, if you're ready to have the same Messiah Nefesh, ready to call it a Shidduch. Very romantic way, I guess, of proposing. And she said yes. And they made it a Shidduch. Rabbi said, if you look around the world and you see Yidin, how do you refer to Yidin? How do you refer to Jewish people? Ah, he's a Shema Kashras. You ever heard that before? You ever heard someone? Oh, he's a Shema Kashras, yeah. No, never heard that one before. But what you do here is a Shema Shabbos. Because what defines a Yid is someone that is Shoymeh Shabbos Kodesh. Rabbi said, this man, this year, we have the Gavaldiga Schos to be able to learn Hilcha Shabbos, not only 
during these specific times, 9.40 to 10 o'clock in the morning during first Seder, during beginning of first Seder, but we also get Be'ez HaShem to learn much of Hilchah Shabbos during first Seder itself. So we're going to be speaking about Hilchah Shabbos, the Inyanim of Shabbos Kodesh, but before we start the actual halachas, always... It's always good to understand what we're dealing with, to understand the yisoid of exactly how important this is. Shabbos is the yisoid of Yiddishkeit. The Eilig Yerushalmi says, says the Yerushalmi that Shabbos is connected kol mitzvahs. That when a person is showing me Shabbos, it's k'ilus m'kayim, the gans, the Torah. Everything, because everything is Shabbos Kodesh. Chazal tell us, I'm not going to quote you all the Mamori Chazal, but so many Chazal tell us that when a person keeps Shabbos, he gets Brocha, Parnasa, Shalom Bayis, he gets everything he needs. People are running around the world for Brochas, for schoolers, for doing all sorts of things. They don't realize Shabbos Kodesh has everything inside it. And that's what defines a Yid. What defines a Yid is Shabbos Kodesh. And we have to understand that, that the halachas of Shabbos are very intricate. As you're learning, there's so many details. If I squeeze this, if it comes out by itself, what's the din? And sometimes people ask the following kasha. And I've heard this before for many, and maybe some of you have even thought the same thing. Do you think Hashem really cares? Like, seriously? Come on. Shabbos Kodesh, I have a salad, and I have cucumbers and tomatoes. And I don't like tomatoes, so I take them out. I take them out. Oh! What do we do to him? Come on, Mishnah Sanhedrin. You take the guy, you take him to the second story of a building, the whole island are there. This is Gavaldic. You take him to the second story of the building, and you throw him off. Everybody's cheering. Oh, let's go. Then you pelt him with stones. Gavaldic. For a, seriously, he didn't like the cucumber in the salad? That, that's what we do. You think God really cares? Do you think the Rabbani Shalom really... Let me ask you a question. Hilchus Tfilin, right? Those of you that was Zorichah to learn Hilchus Tfilin, if you learn Hilchus Tfilin, it's a Modika Alocha, Right, the loch of the shalosh, right? The shalosh has to be exactly in the middle. So much so, balatanya, whatever. You have to have two parishes on one side, two parishes on the other. Maybe you're in the middle. Do you think the rabbinic really cares? It doesn't make a difference to him. He just wants me to be good. He wants it to be loving. He wants me to love Yidin. He wants to be... You think God really cares if I do it this way or I do it that way? Does it really make a difference? And the answer is, of course it does. I'll tell you why. I'll give you a couple of examples. Example number one. You ever saw a guy, it's not going to get to any of you, but you saw a guy that's very mukbil on his haircut, right? There, there are people that they, their haircut really makes a difference. Like, they'll stand in front of the mirror. No, no, that hair over there. No, could you please cut that hair over there? You ever saw that in a barber? I don't know if you ever saw that before. They have this, you know, they, that, seriously, I, I look at these people, I'm like, it's going to go back in like two days. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You ever saw a guy in a hat store? Looking in this mirror. How do I look over here? How do I look in this direction? No, does it mean it? What's the difference? You buy the hat, you walk out. What's the difference? I'll tell you another example, right? This is the best one. Imagine if you're working in a company and you're on a salary of a commission, which means the more money you make, the more money for the company, the more money you make yourself. There's a million dollar deal that's about to come in. It's all down to you, right? That means the commission on that is incredible. It's a lot of money. You can go on vacation on that. It's going to be Gavaldi. You, all you have to do is send an email. You send the email with all the details, the deal will go through, you get your commission. Amazing. You send the email. You press send. Like, okay, I've done my shtadlis. Beautiful. The Rabbanisham will give me Be'ez Hashem. Nothing happens. You don't get a reply. Two days later, you call up. You say, what's going on? Past the deadline. I sent you the email. What happened? We never got the email. What do you mean? I sent the email. We never got the email from you. Deadline is passed. It's all over. 
We gave it to somebody else. What? I sent the email. What address did you use? So you started to spell back the address of the email that you sent it to, and you were missing one dot. Oh, come on. It's one dot. Does it really make a difference? Does it make a difference? One dot, big deal. The answer is, when something's important, every detail makes a difference. Shabbos Kodesh is the side of Yiddishkeit. It's important to the Rabbi Nishalolam. Therefore, every detail that goes into Hilcha Shabbos, yes, is important to the Melech Malchem Lochem, is important to the Rabbi Nishalolam. Revolver Zatzal once said that it's so easy to spot a Bacha that has a good davening. You see a Bacha in Shachmas Menchamarib, I get to Shmeinessa. He's talking to the Rabbi Nishalolam. He has a relationship with his creator. Ah, you can see it. You can see a bacha is a good geschmack in limit Torah. It's good, it's geschmack, you see it. Look what Volba's that saw. When was the last time you saw a bacha? That had geschmack in Shabbos. You see it. Ah, this bacha loves Shabbos Kodesh. And that's something we have to work towards. And that's something we have to read. As Shushan Pinker's that saw, writes in the Sefer Shabbos Molchansa, that if you notice, every Yontav has its mitzvah. Every Yontav has its mitzvah, right? The Yontav of Sukkot, the mitzvah of Sukkot, Dalad Minim, Rosh Hashanah's got the Shaifim, Kippur the Shuva, Pesach the Matzah, every Yontav's got its mitzvah. What's the mitzvah of Shabbos Kodesh? What's the mitzvah of Shabbos Kodesh? What are we doing on Shabbos? The answer is, Shabbos, we're not Roshan Shabbos, we're resting, we're stopping. We're stopping doing what we do during the week, which is creating. Just like the Rabbi Nishalolam stopped creating on the Shabbos, we stop creating. If you want to go deep, in Sifri Kabbalah, Rav Shema Bayechai writes in the Zoya, even though we know the Mishnah tells us that the 39 Melochas are the 39 Melochas in the Mishkan, and the 39 Melochas on Shabbos correspond to the 39 Melochas that were done in the Mishkan, Alpi the Zoya Kodesh, the Zoya says there are 39 ways that the Rabboni Shilonim created the world. 39 ways. Mimela on Shabbos Kodesh, we stop creating in that way. Whatever you do on Shabbos, you'll meet the Rabbi Nishalayim. Whatever you do. For example, let's say you want to open up a fridge. Got a problem with the light. You want to make a salad. Cut the vegetables very small. You got a problem of taichin. You want to pick up a, a phone that's on your bed. Problem of muktza. You want to tie your shoes. Problem of kaisha. Whatever you do, whatever happens on Shabbos Kodesh, you'll always meet the Rabbi Nishalayim. That's Shabbos Kodesh. That's the mitzvah of Shabbos. To meet the Rabbi Nishalayim in every action, at every moment of your day, at every moment of Shabbos Kodesh. That's exactly what's going on. You know, the mon, we know, tasted whatever you wanted it to taste like. If you wanted the mon to taste like sushi, ah, kavaldi, pizza, burgers, steak, whatever you wanted. The mon was moyodic. It tasted whatever you thought of. What does Shabbos Kodesh taste like? It tastes like whatever you think of. Whatever effort you put into Shabbos Kodesh, that is the taste that you will taste on the other end. And that's an unbelievable idea for a person to remember in Shabbos Kodesh. When we deal with the Malachas, when we deal with the intricate details of Shabbos, and we'll do it in first aid, then we'll do it here in Mitzvah Shem and Alach as well, starting Sunday morning, Be'ezah Hashem, Hilcha Shabbos. The details are so important to the Rabbi Nishlam. It shows our connection. When you have two workers in your factory, and one of them does whatever he's meant to do, but one of them goes the extra mile and worries about every single detail of the company. Which one are you going to rehire if you only have to rehire one of them? The one that goes to the detail. Because it shows he's more connected to the company. He shows he cares more. When we show 
that Hilchah Shabbos means something to us, that we want to learn it, that it's something interesting to us, that it's Gishmak, and then we imp- implement it into our lives and into our Shabbos, we show the Rabbi Yisrael and we have a connection. Just finish with two Gavaldiga Maises. One of these Maises, we're not going to go into the details of the Maise because it's not relevant. But just to understand the idea of what some people understand Shabbos Kodesh to mean. There's an organization in America called Shuvu. Shuvu is where they take Russian children and they give them a Jewish education. And was one such boy, a Russian boy, came from a Russian family and he lived in America. And his friend started going to this Jewish educational school and he said to his parents, I would also like to go there. And they're like, no, 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 we don't do that over here. No, no, no. Yes, we're Jewish, but that's as far as it gets. We are not going to any Jewish education. We're not keeping any of the halachos. We're not start, don't, don't start with us. And the boys started pressuring and pressuring because all his friends were there. So eventually they said, you know what? For social reasons, it's probably a good idea for you to go. But don't come back with any of these stupid things that they're going to tell you over there. We don't want to hear it. So the boy goes to the school, he starts to learn about Shabbos, he starts to learn about all sorts of things. Now he knows he's not going to come back and say anything to his parents, he's not allowed. But on the other hand, he wants to do things himself. So he decides at one point, that's it, I'm keeping Shabbos. I'm keeping Shabbos, I'm not going to tell anyone, I'm going to stay in my room. His parents, after a couple of weeks, chapped. Then on a Saturday night, and Friday night, he doesn't come downstairs. And the family are watching television, and this is very, very disturbing to them, because this spoils the family time. It's very important family time when all the family sit in front of the TV screen and watch TV. This is quality family time together. And he's spoiling that. So they got really upset. So they call him down and says, Yankala, could you come down, please? This is family time. This is when we get together family time. We watch the screen. This is Gavaldi. This is when we get to connect with each other. Beautiful, right? And Yankala's like, no, 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 I, I don't do those things now. They're like, why not? No, I keep Shabbat. What? What are you, crazy? So they started driving him crazy. The next Shabbos, Friday night, the mother calls him down. Yankala, have you done your homework yet? He says, homework, yeah, I'll, I'll do on Sunday. I have plenty of time before Monday morning. Plenty of time, don't worry. No, 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 I'd like you to do your homework now. He says, no, no, I, I don't write on Shabbos. I'm not doing my homework now. I'll do it on Sunday. No, I want you to do the homework now. So he gets all upset. He runs over to the front door. He opens the front door. It's a heavy iron door. He puts his hand into where the hinges are, into the little space where the door opens, and he slams the door closed. He takes out his hand and he says, look, mum, my hand is now broken. I cannot write anymore. Now, I'm not going into whether it was motor or so that's irrelevant. But the point is, here's a boy. How much did he know about Shabbos? Be it, what was he willing to give for Shabbos Kodesh? And I'll just end with this. When the first Bob of the Rebbe, Shlomo Albishtar, when he visited the cave of Remelech, Remelech of Lezhensk, Unbelievable, Rabbi. So anyone that's been there can sense the Kedusha. We went with Yeshiva, it was Kabaldig. I was there to go there a few weeks ago with a group in Antwerp. You can feel the Kedusha. It's almost unbelievable. So when he went there, we're talking about the late 1800s. He sends the Kedusha. And he wanted to find out more about this Tzaddik. Who was the Noemeli Melech? Who was he? What did he do? I want to hear more about him. So he wanted to find someone. Was there anyone alive that was able to give information firsthand about the Rebbe Remailach? Was there anyone? Was there anyone that's still alive? An old man stepped forward and he said there was an elderly lady that was basically the dishwasher in the Rebbe Rebbeinah's home before Shabbos Kodesh. And this woman was still alive. So the Baba of the Rebbe um, located the woman and he asked her, she was 95 years old, do you remember any memory you have of the Rebbe Rebbeinah? And she said, sure I remember, how can I forget? I worked in the Rebbe Rebbeinah's home. I used to wash the dishes before Shabbos. Now you can imagine the pressure 
in the Rebbe's home, there were a lot of guests coming in, it was difficult, stress, people used to, used to shout at each other. Every Erev Shabbos, the Rebbe of Meilach would come inside to the kitchen and say, Rabbi Isai, everyone says I do highly galvoida, but I want you to know that without you people, I wouldn't be able to do anything. I want to make sure I didn't hurt you in any way, I didn't insult you in any way, I didn't cause you too much pressure. And they all said, and the Rebbe started to cry because he wanted to go into Shabbos Kodesh B'Kedusha B'Tahara. Rabbi Sai, we have an opportunity this year, this man, this year, to learn so many of the details and get into Shabbos Kodesh. Rabbi Shem should give us the Atu that we learn, enjoy, and keep all that lochas. Have a wonderful day.